We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we have guard and center Graham Glasgow testing the free agency market. Is there anybody out there that can replace him? We will talk about the guards in the free agency all on episode 86 of the Pride Podcast. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 86 on the Blue Wire Network. I am your host, Tyler. And for today's episode, we will be joined by Malcolm. Malcolm, how are you doing today? Woo, I'm doing good, man. How you doing, bro? I'm doing well, man. Uh, Pierre will not be joining us today. Uh, actually, as an exam, uh, the tomorrow of the day of this recording. So he said yeah, he, didn't get a, he didn't get an A on. I hope he does. I, I have no, faith he, he in will. him. I have he faith will. in him. I got faith in him. You better. Yeah. <laughs> be skipping the party. Better begin, eh? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that is the reason why he will not be joining us. We missed you, Mal- Malcolm, last episode. We had uh, Benjamin Albright. Thank you guys for all the support on that episode. That was an awesome interview, but we did miss you, Malcolm. Yeah, 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 man. That was a hell of an interview, man. You guys did a hell of a job. Um, tip my hand off to you guys, man. That was, that was one, hell of a, one hell of an interview. I appreciate it. And today's episode will be sponsored by Bet Online AG. And for today's episode, we're going to break down the offensive line. This is our last free agent position that we will break down. We have broke, broken down every single position in the NFL. <laughs> We've broken down, or in football, it's not even just the NFL. Uh, so if you guys are interested in a specific position for the Lions, fit-wise, names out there just in general, you could just check out um, our previous episodes. All the titles you know, have that, uh, you know, what position, like if you're looking for cornerback, quarterbacks, running backs whatever you know they're all listed and you guys could look for that and for agency starts monday and yeah that's a, that's a big day man for agency is a big day um lines got some holes to fill in and this is our last one to cover the offensive line so with further ado let's get it rolling so me and malcolm before the episode talk uh we're talking we're like we don't see the lines really signing an offensive tackle this offseason they have taylor decker they have Rick Wagner under contract. They still got Till Crosby under a rookie deal. So we were talking, we don't see the line spending any big money 
on the offensive tackle position with, no. where there is some names out there. There's guys like Jack Coughlin from Tennessee. You got guys like Brian Bulaga from Green Bay, um, Kelvin Burkham from the Jets. You know, there, there's some names out there at the offensive tackle position. But I think me and Malcolm, and I, I think Pierre will agree with us with this, uh, we've came to the conclusion that we just don't see us spending big money on the offensive tackle position, so we just don't think it's really worth mentioning. Because, I mean, if they do, if they do, it's going to be probably a debt move. So yeah. I, I don't, you know, you guys probably don't care too much about that. So, I, you know. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I think our tackles, you know, that was a question that, you know, I had last year, and everybody was worried about the guards. I was worried about our tackles. I was like, you know what? We play a lot of really good edge, edge rushers. We had we had a lot of edge rushers come last season, and they played well. So yeah, so yeah, we've came to the conclusion. And if the Lions were to have another tackle for the you know the regular season, it'd probably be through the draft to maybe be like a future replacement for either Wagner or if the Lions are not sold on Taylor Decker. I don't see it happening in the free agent market as long as you got these two under contract. I just don't see it happening. I think we've came to the conclusion on that, and I don't think it's even worth mentioning. So we're going to mention the offensive guard position, which is a very interesting position for the Lions offseason this year. Uh, you got Graham Galasco, who's been a starter since 2016 for this team, played center, he's played left guard, he's played right guard. He's been all over. He's been versed off for the Detroit Lions team, and he is now an unrestricted free agent. And it now comes this question, should the Lions re-sign Graham Glasgow? Should the Lions go out on the market and maybe go sign an offensive guard to potentially replace Graham Glasgow? Could you upgrade? Maybe could you uh, spend a little less money than you would to Glasgow and upgrade a different position? And we all got our opinions on that. So, uh, Malcolm, before we get into the market, I want to hear your opinions. Graham Glasgow, would you like to re-sign Graham Glasgow? Would you like to let uh, Graham Glasgow walk? Where do you stand with uh, the Lions and Graham Glasgow? Graham Glasgow, I would personally resign him. I would personally resign him because of what he could bring to the table. He's a type of player that, if something were to happen to Frank Ragnow, um, you could easily, you know, push him in the middle as a center, and he could play center. And then whoever's your backup guard could play backup guard. But he's versatile, so he could play either guard or center. I think that's very important. I don't think there's any guy that's playing at Graham Glasgow's level. That can play both positions. Now, there's some guards in here who are better. There's better guards in the free agency market. But is, is there any versatile guards in this market that's better than Graham Glasgow? The answer is no. As far as playing both positions. So, that's the only reason why I think we should bring him back. Because he could play both positions. But unless you could get a significant upgrade, then I'm okay letting him walk. I don't want a downgrade in, in the guard position as, as far as that. All right, so we got your opinion. You would re-sign Graham Glasgow unless it's an upgrade. Major. So now we got to think like Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia. What do you think they'll do here now? Not your opinion. What do you think they'll do here? What do I think they'll do? I mean, they have they have some money. Do they do they do they upgrade the position? I mean, if you're looking at what they talked about, not this year. They haven't mentioned it so much this year. But what their their main focus was last year was we need to run the ball. That's where their focus was last year. We need to be better at running the ball. We need to run the ball. Downgrading your guard position is not going to help that running game. So if they still have that mindset offensively that they still need to run the ball, they need to find a way to either keep Graham Glasgow or if you're going to upgrade the position, upgrade it, you know, and make the offensive line better. But you don't want to downgrade it. 
Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like right now that Graham Glasgow will not be returning to Troy. It seems like the worst uncapped secret right now that Graham Glasgow is not returning. And I might be misreading it. I saw on Twitter. I didn't really look too much into it. I believe it was Lions Wire. It was Eric Schlitt or Jeff uh, Riston. One of the two. Props to those two. Both good writers for the Lions. But I believe I saw something like a title saying Graham Glasgow bummed will not be returning to the Lions or something like that. Something along those lines. And I saw he could have a market of up to anywhere from 7 to $10 million. So, um, I personally don't see the Lions re-signing Graham Glasgow. And I kind of understand it. Because I think this seemed like the Patriot way. And I don't mind the Patriot way to some certain, you know, some certain things. Like the offensive line, I think it's fine. Because um, you look at the Patriots, they let guys walk all the time. Like Nate Solder, they, uh, when it was time for him to get a contract... He got paid, went to the Giants. The The Patriots don't usually pay offense alignment. It, it's just usually how it goes. And they usually still, it wasn't last year, but usually still have a pretty solid offensive line in general. But, um, you know, I think the Lions have some guys on their roster. I think they can go out in the free agent market. I don't think it's going to be an upgrade over Graham Glasgow, but I think you can get something similar to Graham Glasgow, not at the versatile way, but similar production and pay less money and upgrade a different position. I don't see the Lions resigning Graham Glasgow, and I think this is a perfect transition to mention some guys available now. Um, so some guards that are available, according to Sportech, um, you got guys like Quentin Spade. You got Michael Uapati, if I'm saying that right, a former All-Pro. You got Joe Tooney from the Patriots. You know, the Lions love their former Patriots. Uh, you got Michael Schofield from the Chargers, not the guy from Prison Break. And if the line signed Michael Schofield, rest in peace. You do not want this guy starting on your offensive line. And that goes along with uh, Eric Flowers. You don't want that guy starting on your offensive line. Uh, Brandon Sheriff, he is going to be a higher-priced guard from the Washington Redskins. He is out there. Ron Larry from the Denver Broncos is available. B.J. Finney from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then you got Andreas Pete from the New Orleans Saints are some names to look out for. So, uh, Malcolm, from that yes. list, if the Lions don't re-sign Graham Glasgow, who's a guy you like there? Okay, I have two guys. And um, I mentioned it earlier that the only way I'm okay with moving on from Graham Glasgow is, is by upgrading. And I think the only guy we have on our roster right now is, besides Graham, I mean, no, Graham is gone, but the only guard is Joe Dahl and Bo Benchra. Ben Benchra. Yes. Is he though? He's old. Okay. Now I don't. I I don't feel comfortable with with Bo. You know, former undrafted free um. You know, undrafted free agent. Undrafted free agent. Um, I don't. I don't feel comfortable with him starting. I mean, I haven't seen much. Now the coaches staff know what he can do. Now they they feel comfortable with him and they say, look, he's either going to be an upgrade over over on Graham, then hell, we know we'll see. But only way I'm okay losing Graham is if we upgrade. And the two guys that I see in this free agency class that will be an upgrade, my number one guy in this list is is Joe Tooney. And he's, I think, ranked the third best guard in the in NFL. He played 16 games, zero penalties, one sack allowed. He's probably one of the best pass-protecting guards in the NFL. So that will be, be a pretty... Big upgrade over Graham Glasgow. He's a really good run blocker as well. Um, so 
if they were to get him, he'll be one of the pricier free agents. I mean, if you're going to upgrade from Graham Glasgow, you're going to spend money. That, that's the only way you're going to upgrade from Graham is by spending money. So um, he's looking at like a 10, 11, maybe $12 million contract, maybe 13. Who knows? Um, but if you're going to go that route to improve from Graham, try to get something better than Graham, then yeah, you, you have to spend money. So he's one of the guys out there. Um, the other guard that I like in, in the market is um, Brandon Sheriff. And the only big knock on Brandon Sheriff is that he's not the most um, durable player in the NFL. He gets he, he missed a lot of time in the NFL. But when he's healthy, he's just, he's a top five guard in the NFL. Um, he moves guys. <laughs> he moves. He literally moves grown ass men. Like he'll like in in a blocking scheme, he'll grab you and take you one way, and move you the other way, which is, which is insane. If you can just move, a, if you can move a grown ass man, you you got my you got my respect. And he can definitely move. A grown ass man, so um, he's he will be an upgrade over Graham Glasgow. But the thing is, with him, is he going to be healthy? I I, I I don't know. So, do you pay him that type of money, knowing his his injury history? I I don't know. I personally would rather be on the safe side and just pay Graham because I know Graham is going to be healthy. But if they if they believe you know Brandon Sheriff could be, could be healthy. He'll probably be the other best option out there. But besides that, man, you got to pay freaking Graham, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's a, yeah, I, I don't the, see no other way around it. You're on the boat for uh, paying Graham. I can see that. Uh, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll get into some more guys, and we'll get into more some options. All right. March has arrived, and we're only a few weeks away for the big tournament. Yes that tournament make sure to head to bet online and open up an account today and get in on your hundred thousand dollar bracket madness contest starting march 15th that's right i said a hundred thousand dollars and march 15th you don't need to be hardcore to get in on the action and with multiple entries available it's the season's best chance to cash in and remember the nba and the xfl is still going strong so whatever your passion is, Bet Online is the place to be for all your betting needs. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners, Bet Online, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for your 50% sign-up bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Ever seen an untucked button-down? They look bad. Why? Because they're not meant to be worn that way. Thankfully, there's Untuck It, an original button-down shirt actually designed to be worn untucked, no matter if your size or shape. Untuck It shirts always fall at the perfect untuck length. With more than 50 plus combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. You can find your favorite Untuck It style online, or you can check out one of their 80 brick and mortar stores. Choose styles like wrinkled free button downs, super soft flannels, outerwear, and more. With Untuck It, your shirts will never look baggy, bulgy, too long, or too big again. And their website is so easy to use. They even have a whole page devoted to helping you find your fit. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to get a crafty, smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It's the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use promo code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's UN. T-U-C-K-I-T dot com a promo code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. Yep. 
All right, guys, we are back, and as you guys heard, Malcolm is big on resigning Graham Glasgow. And don't get me wrong, I like Graham Glasgow, but here, Malcolm, I'm going to give you two options, or I'm going to give yeah. you an option. So you could resign two out of these three guys okay. Kenny Galladay, Taylor Decker, and Graham Glasgow. You could resign two, one walks. What are you choosing? I mean that's that that that's easy. I mean, the left tackle is probably one of the most important positions in football, and then you have your star star young wide receiver. You have to sign that those two guys. So you're letting Glasgow walk, right? I'm I'm letting. <laughs> the, and that's, that's, scenario. that's tough. And that's that, that's, that's tough. That's tough because who's a better player right now? I think Glasgow. is it Decker or or Glasgow? I think Glasgow. Who's more exactly so? Moving on from Decker, uh, the thing is, when Decker's contract is up, how much money is he going to command as yeah, a left I mean, tackle? I mean, you see average left tackles getting paid. Like, I would still, I mean, assume. This might sound disgusting to some fans, but, like, you have to assume still getting that 12 to 13 range, right? Yeah, so, I mean, shit. Do you just pay Graham and let, De- and let Decker walk, maybe draft a guy? Or, hell, kick Crosby, kick Crosby in there and see what happens? Or... I mean, I'm in, I'm in defense of letting – I would rather keep Graham because Graham could – he's more versatile. He could play guard or center. I think that's huge. Yeah, if he, if Graham would just If Graham was just a guard, I would say, you know what, maybe the tackle. You know, keep the tackle. Keep your left tackle. Even if, he, even if he's a little bit above average. But, nah, I think Decker – I mean, Graham could just do so much more for the team. And he showed it last last year when um Ragnar did – did Ragnar miss a game or – I know he got hurt there was a game and then they just – they push what's it called right in there, and they put Wiggins as a as a, as a guard. That's that's the difference, man. That, that that that's the difference maker right there is that he could fill in for center, or he could fill in. You know, he plays natural position as, as the, the guard position. So I don't know. I he, could play, he, he could play both guard positions as well, left and right yeah, guard, left and right and center. I mean, he's the interior damn deep offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you give me the option of Galladay. I think that's an automatic resign. I think you got to resign Kenny Galladay. But like then he come down to the offensive line, Taylor Decker or uh, Graham Glasgow. Ah uh, man, like I like Glasgow a lot more, and I think Glasgow's had a better career so far, and he's proved to stay healthy more than uh, Taylor Decker because Decker, you know, missed half a season in 2017. Um, but like overall, he's been pretty healthy in his career. Besides that stint, that's tough, man. Like I think a left tackle is just more important in the NFL. It is. And I think, uh, I think the Lions are just kind of stuck in a situation where they can only pay two of those guys. And I think it's going to have to come down to... I personally think I would go Decker. I originally said Glasgow, like... You go Decker? Back in January. I think I'd have to go Taylor Decker. I think I'd have to go Taylor Decker and either try to draft a guard in the mid-rounds or go with one of the guys you got right now or sign someone to not as much money as Graham Glasgow. Because I think if you, you re-sign Glasgow... You're probably resigning Kenny Galladay. That means I think Taylor Decker, after his fifth-year option, is gone. So I think it's two or the three. I don't think you could have all three of them. I think I'm choosing Decker and Galladay is the reason why I'm I'm more interested in letting uh, in Graham Glasgow walk and maybe uh, I don't want to say demoting the position, but like not upgrading the position. I guess you could say like it's not as much. You're gonna still get a player. I think that could be solid. I'm gonna say the names. That I think uh, they could be solid in the system. But just maybe not as good as Graham Glasgow, and they're maybe not as versatile. But uh, Quentin Spade played for the Buffalo Bills, 
played all 16 games. He actually gave up no sacks, um, had a few penalties, but he played left guard in Tennessee before joining the Bills last year. I think he's a guy that is going to command like three to four million less than Graham Glasgow will be getting in the market, and he could be a solid guard for your system. I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if he's played the right guard position. I know in Tennessee he was prominently just a left guard, so I don't know if he moved Joe Dahl to the right guard. Who He's pretty versatile. He could play both spots, but then I don't know if you want to mess that up. Um, Mike Ayupati, from, uh, I mentioned him already. He's another guy, you know, former All-Pro. He didn't have the greatest season. He played in Seattle for a year. He gave up five sacks at eight penalties, so it wasn't a great year for him. Played in 16 games, started in 15. He's on the older side. So that'd be probably a one or two year deal if I had to guess. But you're paying less of that guard position where I think you could upgrade elsewhere. Or you could draft some guys. Like I don't want to spoil too much, but I mentioned I think you can grab a guy in the third or fourth round this year and he could start right away for you. Graham Glasgow did it in two thousand sixteen for the Lions. I think you could find one this year in this year's draft just depending where you draft one. I think you can go as late as the fourth round and finding a starter still. Bo Benshaw, if you guys remember in the offseason, I was really high on Benshaw. Post-draft, I was really high on Benshaw. Training camp was iffy for Benshaw, but I think year two, the Lions saw something in him for uh, for them to keep on their, their 53-man roster the whole year. I mean, he only was act activated for one game, and that was a game where it was versus the Redskins where the whole team was just injured, and they had no <laughs> choice to activate him. But... um. I think Ben Shaw's got something. I don't know about starting just yet, but I think there's a development project there. I think he'll be on the roster again this year, and maybe he potentially does compete for that starting role. But I think if we did let Graham Glasgow walk, it's a risk, but I think you could still get solid production with using less money if that's either in the free agency market or it's one of the guys you got. Um, and another question I got for you, Malcolm. So the Lions have... Two other free agents at the guard position, not just Graham Glasgow, Kenny Wiggins and Ode Ibushi. So I mentioned they carried Ben Shaw on the team. What do you think of Kenny Wiggins or Ode Ibushi? Would you keep one of them? Would you let both of them walk? Or would you bring both of them back? Where do you stand on that? Uh, Ode's my dog, man. I'm bringing back Ode, dog. Oh, Middle Eastern love, baby. I feel it. <laughs> yeah, that's, my, that's, that's, that's my dog, man. We had him on the pod. You know, yeah. he's cool peoples, man. So... You asked me that question. I'm taking O day every day, but not just not taking off the fan goggles. Um, I'm not really a big fan of Wiggins, man. I mean, he he's been serviceable, but I mean, I don't know. Like every time First like style. I see him in there, yeah, every time I see him in there, bro, it's just like, damn, Wiggins is in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> every yeah. time he substitutes because he, he he did a lot of substituting with um Graham with Graham, yeah, with a lot of a lot of substituting with Graham last year, so. I mean, every time he was just every time he was in there, I was just like, "Damn, Wiggins is in there, yo." So you, so so you'd be fine with not bringing back Kenny Wiggins, bringing back Ode Bushi, and then having Ben Shaw kind of play that Ode Bushi role potentially. Yeah, but it's tough, man. Because do I want Ode as a Bushi as a starter? I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. It it wouldn't be ideal, bro. But that's not ideal for me. Yeah, it's not a deal for me. Remember, remember was asking ourselves that question? Yeah, um, last, last off season. Yeah, yeah, That's off season. Yeah, but Joe Dahl, you know, can't save the day. <laughs> oh, he did. He did. I mean, Ode Ibushi, when he got the opportunity to play, uh, I mean, when Joe Dahl went on IR towards the end of the year, I mean, like, he didn't do anything wrong. He he, he did yeah. his job, man. Like, he didn't really, I don't believe he gave a sack up or anything like that. I mean, he was serviceable. He did his job. Um, I don't remember, like, just looking on the screen, I'm like, Ode Abushi, Lord Jesus, like he did his job. 
<laughs> I know, yeah, he definitely did his job. So that's why I don't mind bringing him back. But my my mind right now is just trying to figure out who's going to be this Graham Glasgow replacement. Okay. So out of the two names I mentioned, Mike Urupati and Quentin Spain, would you mind with one of those guys starting on your offensive line, maybe at the right or left guard spot? I mean, yeah, I mean, they have they have experience, but are they an upgrade? No. This is what I'm looking at. Are they upgrade over over um, Graham Glasgow? And is I don't it think hurt so. The run, is, are they going to hurt the running game? I don't know if it hurts the running game, but they're definitely not an upgrade over Graham Glasgow. Because the, our, our running game was so questionable last year, especially in the beginning of the season, how the offensive line just wasn't blocking right. If we downgrade that all, that, that guard position, we might go through the same phase again. Mm-hmm. And so, possible. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm all in on upgrading this position or keeping Graham Glasgow. That's a, that's how I feel right now. I mean, who knows? Somebody could come out and surprise us like like Joe Dahl did last year. Yeah. And if it's Bo Ben Shaw, if he comes out and he balls out and this is his year, it's even I'm better happy. for the Lions. It's even better for the I'm, Lions. Yeah, it's, it, that'll, that'll be best case scenario for the Lions. But we gotta have somebody that's gonna upgrade either, either be at Graham Glasgow's level or upgrade because we can't take step backwards on the offensive line because it's important. <laughs> Yeah. If not, you're gonna give up sacks. You're not gonna be able to create running lanes. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bad look on on offense, and then ultimately it's gonna be a bad look on. It's gonna fall on. They're gonna blame Stafford. Yeah. So so, I don't know. I don't so like I having question. I don't like having question marks on the on the um the trenches. About, yeah. I don't know. I I just I can't stomach the the thought of having a downgrade in our guard position. I can't. I can't stomach it. I Definitely, mean, Frank. Frank right now can only do so much. Yeah. I think he did. He did a lot to help Joe Dahl last year. He did. So I do want to mention some guys the Lions also have on their roster that you guys are probably had no idea we even signed them. This like happened right after the season started. Uh, Russell Bodine from the Buffalo Bills. He actually hasn't played. He didn't play at all in 2019, but. He started in every single game of his career. Played only ten games with the Bills, um, in uh, or Cincinnati. I'm sorry, in 2018, and then other than that, played with the Bills as a center. All of from for four years, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. He started in every game, and uh, another guy the Lions had their practice squad. Uh, offensive tackle Matt Nelson, if you guys remember from training camp from Iowa, Hawkinson's boy, and then uh, Casey Tucker, another offensive guard from Arizona State. So the Lions ha- also have some names out there, and there's going to be some undrafted guys competing for the spot, like we had Bo Benchall last year, like we had guys like Ryan Pope, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. there's some guys on the roster. I mean, I'm not saying they're as good as Grant Willaskow, but there's some guys on this roster that will be competing definitely, and I'm, I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'm interested. So, so your opinion on this, so what you think is going to happen is, you you already think that we're going to lose Graham and we're most likely going to downgrade. Yeah, I think we'll sign a cheaper guard and still potentially draft a guard, depending on who they sign. If it's like Mike Uipati to a one-year deal, then yeah, I see us drafting a guard like in the third or fourth round, kind of like what they did with Graham in 2016. Or if they go ahead and got a get a guy like Quentin Spade who was serviceable, and let's say they gave him like a two or three-year deal. Maybe the Lions just ignore the guard position and are settled with Quentin Spade starting, but you know that's an that's like another question mark. So um, it can go either way. I could see them drafting one in the mid rounds, but I don't see Graham Glasgow returning with the Detroit Lions this year. And um, the the possibility of maybe getting the best center in the free agency market and then probably move Frank to the guard position is out of the question. I think it's out of the question, man. I think Frank's a hell of a center. I would not move him out of his his spot, man. Like I know Ragnar could play guard and he's a good guard. 
But if I'm the Lions, I'm not messing around with that, man. Yeah, I'm messing around with that. You keeping him there? I'm keeping him where he, you know, best excels, uh, and that's the center position for me. I love Frank at the center position. I'm not messing with that personally. Okay. All right, guys, that is a wrap to episode 86 of the Pride Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed our analysis on the offensive line position. A lot of interesting stuff in here, man. You know, we talked about Graham Glasgow and some guys that are, will be out there in the free agency market. A lot of interesting things to look out for. I do want to officially announce that we are having a draft party at Hockey Town Cafe in downtown Detroit. Um, obviously, the day of the draft, that is going to be it on April 23rd. Um, at 7 p.m., so like an hour before the draft, you guys could come through. Uh, we'll have a lot of giveaways. There's gonna be food, there's gonna be drinks, there's gonna be a lot of stuff, man. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Melbourne's flying in from Miami, so definitely come through. It's gonna be a fun, fun ass time. So, definitely recommend. Uh, if you guys want more details, you guys can check out our Instagrams, Twitters, whatever. It's all up there. But uh, if you guys could leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts, it's gonna take Peter's role on that. Um, it definitely helps and I'm out guys peace out Lions fans alright Lions fans it's your boy Malcolm um, the voicemails guys if you have a, if you have a question for us if you want to just vent if you want to just talk about your day if you want to just say what's up and give a shout out yo hit, hit up our voicemail that, that phone number is 313-355-3116 and like Tyler said man this party it's gonna be lit. Everybody should definitely come, definitely come out. It's gonna be a movie. I'm coming down from Miami, and yo, yeah, definitely, definitely make your way out to that. And I'm out, man. Peace. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.